Welcome to Betamax Rewind, the only podcast that wants to suck your blood. And not those kind of vampires. I want to suck your blood. Yeah, not robot vampires either. Here are two guys who recently discovered they are the same ages as old people. Matt and Doug. What what old people? <laughs> All the old people. We're the same age. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I, I, it's Matt. How are you doing, Doug? I'm good. Welcome I'm back. Good. Actually, it's Saturday. Saturday recording. How about that? How about that? Well, we were supposed to do it tomorrow, and I didn't want to do a podcast at one o'clock in the afternoon on a beautiful, glorious Father's Day where I'm going to watch some World War II reenactment action. Yeah, I got hockey and stuff, so sorry about yeah. that. So uh-huh. jump into the first clip. That's going to sound shitty for you, but great for everybody else. And now it's time for podcast housekeeping. Well, my friend, I unearthed some audio of when you went down faster than Amber Lynn on Harry Reams on the sidewalk. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mister, you okay in there? <laughs> okay, I was trying so, to think of what that exactly that was, yeah. and I try. I, I thought about pulling a "Hey, Mister," because there had to be a uh, "Leave It to Beaver" or sure. something clip with that. But I had enough troubles finding other stuff this week. So, all right. But oh, let's see here. Podcast housekeeping. Just I'm not ready. Okay, Flintstones. Yes. So you want to take that one? It's the loyal loyal order of the water buffaloes, and it is the grand puba. Right. It's not. It's not the fraternal order. So I was. I was close. I was really, really close. Yes, I found no club that Ward or anybody else belonged to on Leave It to Beaver, but Fred Rutherford is the fellow that I was thinking of. That is, he's a coworker of Ward. His son is not Larry Mondello. It's. Clarence, also known as Lumpy. Okay. Larry Mondello is Beaver's best friend, whose father is always out of town, and his mother always is saying to Larry, because he's always getting into trouble, just wait until your father gets home. Yeah, it's, I, I can't imagine somebody with their father being out of town all the time when they're growing up. It just boggles the mind. It's hard yes. to imagine. <laughs> trouble never happens then. <laughs> so I have something, and I'm pretty sure it'll piggyback right into something of yours, but... This is what I was talking about last week. What, what has happened? Are, are you lifting with your back? Of course I'm lifting with my back, Charlie. Okay, but I think your end is just lighter because no. the balls have rolled down to this end. No, you got to snap your back up and, and lift back. I'm jerking my back up. What do you hey, want hey, from hey, me? What's... Yeah. That's... Yeah. No, that's, that's not what I was thinking of. I was actually thinking of this. All right, boys. Now watch how this is done. The key is to put it all in your groin and your back. Take your legs totally out of the equation. Lift with your lower back in a jerking, twisting motion. <laughs> I did not pull that for the who did it better. All right, good because it would it was not good. Um, oh, you did your song "Your Bed" last week to "Jukebox Heroes" by Foreigner. Yes, I did it for the Untouchables. Okay, okay, yeah, I, I I thought I had already done that one, or somebody had already done that one, but I figured, eh, eh whatever. Uh, I at one point in the podcast last week, I said that there were things that were going to come up later, and this is not exactly falling because I did do kind of a catch-all when I said when I watched the 1946 version, it explained a lot of things that were said or done in the later version. 
But right after the sign is put up, Frank says, hell of an idea you had, Nick. And that is actually explained very, very clearly in the 46 film. Hmm. So. Okay. Uh, I think right in the beginning of the movie. Yes. When, when, what, no, when was that when they said, when somebody said illuminate? I do not know. Regardless, I brought it up and I, I brought up the, uh, the way it was used in Demolition Man. Lights. Nah, I've changed that. Illuminate. Illuminate. <laughs> Ooh, isn't that nicer? Go ahead, you try it. Illuminate. Ah, Raymond? I, I don't think deluminate is actually a word. Probably not. I was positive last week that when you were we were talking about ball bearings, mm-hmm. that you were going to actually do the sound of the tank. I was. Oh, I was going to do the sound of the tank? <laughs> yes. Okay. Very disappointed you didn't. <laughs> well, let's see. It's like... Fair enough. <laughs> okay. That's kind of, that's the best I can do of a tiger tank rambling through, oh, Dumville or Bumville. BFE. In France, in Saving Private Ryan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Larry had print, had pr- the flyer printed wrong. Not Mr. Furley. His last name is Daliopolis. His Greek family was dancing to bazooki music. Okay. And then they smashed the plates. Uh, Jack did not break even. The family actually paid for the meal and paid for the damages. Okay, And I did not talk about it like three or four weeks ago. That was a long time ago that I talked about that. I did not go back and check that. There's a part where we were talking about Frank being interrogated in the hospital. And I questioned if it was legal or not. Right. My son listened to the podcast, my youngest, and he says, yeah, the Miranda law didn't actually occur till much later. And he was oh. right. Oh. <laughs> 1966. Okay. Jessica Lang. Yes. Did not have jizz on her lip. <laughs> did you go back and didn't it look did. like there was jizz on her lip? It's, it was just a lot of tears. A lot of tears. Some, some milky white tears. <laughs> it was not jizz. She did not get bukkakeed. Well, it's two weeks in a row. It looked like somebody got bukkakeed because it happens yeah. this week as well. Uh, prisoner's dilemma definition. Situation where an individual decision makers always have an incentive to choose in a way that creates a less than optimal outcome for the individuals as a group. Mm. Or two prisoners in separate rooms. Hey, if you don't sell your boy out, he's going to sell you up. Yeah. Basically. I have nothing else. Okay. You always criticize me for not listening to you on the podcast. Okay. Right? So yes. I, I, I want you to listen to this clip. But he's rubbing her down and she's moaning. And, they, and Okay, did, did you hear that? Yes. Okay, now listen to the whole clip. But he's rubbing her down and she's moaning. And, they, and then she says, I want to buy you a big white hat. Because <laughs> she's got a crazy foreign accent. But the next day, Frank walks Hold around. on, she's moaning. Yes. Did you get that? Yeah, like she rolls moaning. over. Yeah. He over. Yeah. I, I think I was really excited about talking about the big white hat. <laughs> okay. That'll come up in a little bit. But uh, Frank Chambers, 
was not the inspiration for Eyeball Chambers and Stand By Me. His, really? His, you don't say. His actual name was Richard Eyeball Chambers. All right. Uh, right after the big white hat. Oh, sorry. Never mind. Forget about that one. There's two big missed opportunities in the podcast last week that if I would have known how things would have gone, I would have had things queued up. So here, here's the first missed opportunity. He speaks six languages. He's a very educated man. Can you speak Bocce? Of course I can, sir. It's like a second language to me. I'm a yeah, All right, in. shut up. I'll take this. Shut up, sir. So that's the first one. All right. And here's the second one. I've been thinking about things. Uh-oh. Yeah. That's never good when you hear that. I did a little thinking, too. No, actually, I did quite a bit of thinking. So Was that from Can't Buy Me Love? Yep, our second movie. And then there was actually a thing that you said you wished you had pulled the sound for. You remember that? No. Okay, see if you can... Well, with the sound quality for you, you might not be able to tell what this is, but... I don't know. That's when Cora gets pushed. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Totally missed the part or the fact that she was convicted of manslaughter. Was she? Yeah. That's why she couldn't leave the state for six months. Oh. All right. Uh, Jeanette Goldstein. I I thought it was because she was drunk driving. Nope. Well, at least in the 46, it's because she's convicted of manslaughter. All right. Uh, Jeanette Goldstein was the actress whose name I could not come up with, but I'm sure that uh, she will come up today at some point. Perhaps. Uh, Body Heat was actually released the same year, even the, but later in the year than right. Postman Always Rings Twice. I did not look up what if it was actually the guy's name was Tashiro in Heroes. Um, but uh, Jeanette Goldstein also, she, do you know what she does now for a living? Isn't it like Crystal therapy or something like that no 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 nothing that out in granola she sells bras for big-titted women oh and Catherine bigelow was married to james cameron from 1989 till any guesses to when mm, right before titanic 91 only two years yep yeah. hmm. so moving on It's a runaway this week, and it has the return of something we have not seen in a long time. There is a supercut this week. Mm. Any guesses to what the supercut is of? It's you. Is it? Yes. Is it her crying? No. So it's this. Is that when it got electrocuted? Yes. That's when it got electrocuted. Yes. Okay. Uh, the next one. Is also you. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me. Come My restaurant is all clean. There's going to be no grease on there. Oh, I'm sorry. There's no grease on the floor. No, I'm just saying, suppose. No. no. You suppose it's something else. Yeah, you got a little bit of Mario going on there. A little bit. Uh, next one's also you. 
Surprise, I didn't even think that was surprise, 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 surprise. It's Gomer Pyle. Yep. Next one is also you. Hey, that's a nice sign. She's beautiful. <laughs> okay, the next one is also you. Let me tell you a story about my best friend. People, let me tell you about my best friend. That's eh, okay. Yeah. I, I didn't. I never realized. I always sang it that way. Huh. All these years, I've been wrong. Uh, next one is actually me. The limbo? Yeah. It would have been nice if I'd actually found a version that was close to the same speed. <laughs> mm-hmm. I should have sped it up so it matched, but uh, the next one is me as well. <laughs> Do you remember what that was from? <laughs> no. When Frank was being interviewed in the jail after the car oh. accident, you asked if there was a oh. uh, a bank robbery going on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The next one is both of us. Tasted like cigarettes. <laughs> she tastes like cigarettes. His pecker cut off in the war or blown off in the war. Did you lose your pecker in the war or something? Okay. Forrest Gump, you're always going to take me to town, which is fucked because I'm married to someone named Jenny. So I should get those. <laughs> We've done the cigarette one so many times. Have we done it in this segment? I'm pretty sure. We okay. Have. Uh, the next one is also you. It was a late ad. I want to buy you a big white hat. <laughs> buy you a hat. Yeah. Yeah. Big white one. Huh? You like that, huh? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I thought for sure that y- the way you said it, since it was nowhere near what it was in the film, that it was from Three Amigos or something. Oh, okay. And I was Google searching for, I want to buy you a big white hat. <laughs> Not finding anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next one is also you. Where's the paper? It's in the bank. Where's the paper? Where's the paper? Where's the paper? Oh, oh. Okay, and then the last one is you. And this is another one I searched for something that was close. And I even did a search through the closed captioning of this movie to try to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't find it. I'm the captain. I'm the captain. I'm the captain now. Okay. He, I mean, never sa- he never says it twice. He doesn't say it twice? No, he does not. But right. I, I don't think it really matters. No, it doesn't. Because And there yeah. has been yeah. Doug. You just got beat by... Doug. Hey man, what's new now? What's fucking new now? Yeah. So went camping this weekend, and what I do during the year is at the end of the day, I go through all the the paper money in my wallet, and I take out all the dollar bills, and I put them in an envelope down in my safe, and then at some point, I take that stack of dollar bills and I go to the bank. And whatever comes up, that's we just use that on a vacation as silly money. You want to buy something stupid or silly? Fine. This here's our dollar bill money that we 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 I've collected. So I had a stack, and my missus was going to the bank, and I said, "Here, can you take these?" <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> and she just looked at me, and I said, "What's well, like a half night's work for you?" <laughs> How did, yeah. how did she feel about that? Oh, I got the eye roll and the and the middle finger. Uh, but you, a, a healthy marriage is a marriage where you can joke and say shit like that. Absolutely. Yeah. 
and then so we went camping and the the very first morning that we were there, we spent the night and then the next morning I got up and I'm getting the coffee maker ready, the the percolator and filling it up with water and I go inside to grab the coffee and she's all snuggled up in her in her sleeping bag and all of a sudden her eyes open wide and she goes, "Oh my god, I forgot to bring coffee." And I was I was visibly upset because that brown water in the morning is so important to me. It's very important. And where we are at this campground, at this it's Peninsula State Park up in Door County, huge state park. Just to get to the entrance of the state park driving is 12 minutes. And then I have to go into downtown Fish Creek, which is not that far. But first, you know, this is 6.45, 7 o'clock in the morning. I haven't done my business yet. Okay. I was, I was so hell bent on getting the fixins for that, that flavored brown water that's so important to me, that amazing legal drug that I consume every, every day. And without it, I feel like I'm lost. So first I go to this little bodega that I know is at the end of town thinking, Oh, it's a grocery store. It'll be open. Nope. So then I flip a U-turn and I see a diner, uh, a coffee shop. Donuts, danishes, whatever you call it. And it says coffee and they're open. So I go in there and I go, Hey, you know, can I get a couple of large black coffees? And all of a sudden I turn around and I see that they've got bags of beans. And I go, Oh, could you grind one of these for me? Absolutely. And I sent you a picture of that. Did you get that picture yes. of what it was called? Velvet hammer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one that saw that. My missus actually said that she thought that that was pretty funny. So, well, you know what happens next. Well, you poop. Well. Oh. When you're feeling blue and there's nothing left to do, you can talk about poop, poop, poop. I had to dust that off with a, a I, I guess I should have, I guess I should have told you to cue that up. Yeah, so I pull into the park and all of a sudden, bloop, bloop, the belly starts rumbling and I'm like, oh boy. Well, I know all along, this road are little waysides that have the block houses with pit toilets. Okay. I'm going to make one. I, I know I'm going to make one and I start turtling and I'm getting a little bit more frantic windows down. Music is off scanning, scanning. I see one pull in. And as soon as I get out of the car, that, that extra movement of shifting your, your, I buttered my buns. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yeah, not a full shit explosion, but buttered my buns. Uh, with, uh, I struck oil, basically, is, is, is what happened. Made it into the pit toilet, did my business, looked down at my underwear. I'm like, yeah, caught, this caught, the underwear caught a little bit of shrapnel. <laughs> so those went right into the garbage. Trash. Had to, had to waddle out, grab some wipes from my vehicle and clean myself up. Yeah. It's been a long time, man. So, all right, before you continue, okay, uh, along those same lines, I was uh, going on a trip this morning, and I'll get into what that trip was in a little bit, but I knew I was going to be on the road for a while, so I, I normally would not eat anything, but I ate a couple donuts, and then, you know, did my business before I left, and then we went to pick up my mom, and did my business there, <laughs> <laughs> and then we left, and it was a... Two-hour drive, give or take. Two hours? Yeah. Wow. And 
the roads that this place was were not on the GPS in the car. So is it this road or is it this road? And I'm thinking, I I don't have time (laughs) to be making a mistake here. (laughs) And so we went down this one road. It's like, no, I think it's on the other one. So I go back to the other road and I'm flying down this road. (laughs) So we pull in the parking lot and I just make a beeline to the the bathroom. Uh Uh-huh. And then later during the exercise, just call it an exercise for now, uh, I was in a position where there was no bathrooms around and there were not going to be any bathrooms around for quite a while. And I started to get a little concerned (laughs) (laughs) because when I explained exactly what it was, that would have been very bad. Yeah. (laughs) Been very bad for a lot of people. Yes. Anyway, please continue. Oh, actually, I suppose. All right. All this talk of poo, I got to go drop a log. Oh, but it's someplace I can find it. (laughs) I'm going to eat that guy's shit. And then last night, our friends that we went camping with, we found out that it was their 16th wedding anniversary. And I had made reservations. What for, is 16? I'm, uh, I, latex. I okay. don't know. They make about as big of a deal out of their wedding anniversary as my missus and I do. Usually it's a high five as you're passing each other in the kitchen. So I had made reservations for a pretty nice restaurant and with the ex- expectation that we would be having a fish fry. So we get there and it is, it's like an old supper club and it's pretty cool. And we sat outside at this table that had the fake fire propane in the middle of it. Sure. We have one of those. Yeah. But it was, it was a dinner table. This, it, the, the whole dinner table surrounded this fire pit. Um, and I was hell bent on, on getting a fish fry. Okay. I ordered my fish fry. Hey, you get a, you get a salad or soup. Great. I'll get the salad. My son orders. Filet, he doesn't want soup or salad. I said, well, I'll take why it. don't you get, why don't you get the clam chowder? I mean, I'm never going to pass down some good chowder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then my youngest son to the right of me orders the jumbo shrimp. So I get my salad and then he gets the soup and I eat that. And my youngest son had also ordered a side of, uh, onion rings before his meal came. So we're eat, all eating the onion rings. And then everybody brings, gets their food except for me. And I'm already kind of feeling full. And I go, Hey, you forgot my food. Oh, okay. So while that's going on, my youngest is eating his jumbo shrimp and he doesn't want his last jumbo shrimp and a half. I'm, well, I'll eat that. By the time my food got there, I took one bite of my fish and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm full. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Like I'm just this disgusting human being that just ate everybody else's food and was too full to eat my own food. And it wasn't very good to begin with. No. So did you take it home? No, because it was fish and we're camping. Oh, yeah, put, that's true. I, I'm not going to put leftover fish in my cooler. And there were raccoons. We chased a raccoon off on, on Wednesday night. And then there's a big difference between going to these camp, these state parks during the week as opposed to the weekend. We spent two nights, Wednesday night and Thursday night camping. And it was great. It was quiet. There wasn't a lot of rabble rousers. It's all like retired people. And then Friday night comes and it is just redneck central kids riding their bikes at 630 in the morning, making all kinds of noise. Everybody decides that, hey, I'm going to bring my dog. My dog is so nice. Yeah, except it fucking barks every time somebody walks past your campsite. So we're definitely going to make a point of trying to camp during the week because the weekends are just insane. It's just partyville. And that's really about it. I, I was trying to remember 
what was, it was in the Muppet movie, uh, the Great Muppet Caper, where there is a conversation. What's the difference between a supper club and oh, what was the other thing? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Okay, so over to me. Over to you. Uh, they're doing construction somewhat near my house, and it's a pain in the ass because it takes you have to go through a neighborhood to get back to the road that you normally take to work with the way I go to work. But hey, it's it's there. There's not a whole hell of a lot I can do about it. But because of that, a lot of traffic is actually routed through my subdivision, mm-hmm. which means we have a lot more traffic than we normally do because the Y is actually in my neighborhood. And you cannot get to the Y going northbound on this road anymore. You have to go through my neighborhood to get to it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of cars that come in and they take the first right to go to the Y. And I've, I've talked about before, there's one guy who lives down the corner of my street, real cocksucker, who won't shovel and mm-hmm. never cuts his grass. Mm-hmm. Never in the 10 years he's lived there has he ever parked his car in the street. He now parked his car in the street. So if you are turning right onto that road and you're coming from the other direction, there's not enough room. And it's, it's just begging for an accident to happen. Hmm. Interesting. And it has to be intentional because he has never parked there before. And I'm so tempted to leave him a note, but huh. I'm afraid he'd see me if, if I did. And yeah. He, and he has a gun. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah. But ran a race last Saturday, mud, mud run. Mm-hmm. First time I ever experienced, I got sunburn on the top of my head. I have a special spray that's just for scalp and hair. Well, usually when I'm outside, I'm wearing a hat. Yeah. Big white hat. But I couldn't do that because of running. And the next day, my head was just, God damn, my head. Oh, I have sunburn on the top of my head. Uh Uh-huh. And so my youngest recent college graduate, damn it, high school graduate. (laughs) Ran the race with me. And after we got home, he took Jen aside and said, I- I'm a little concerned about dad. Okay. He he was really struggling during the race. It's like, yeah, man, I'm 51. Mm-hmm. I'm out of shape. I don't work out. These are all reasons why I couldn't do some of this shit. Yes. But w- when you went to, did you go to orientation at UWM? I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. Because when I went to orientation at Madison, we stayed in the dorms for a couple days. Oh, I definitely didn't do anything like that. So Dawson and Jen went to orientation at Miami this last week for, I think it was two days. And they had the option of staying in the dorm or renting a hotel room. And if I'm about to go into college, I would think I'd want to stay in a dorm just kind of test drive it for a day. Kind of see what mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah, absolutely. Nope. Wanted to stay in a hotel. No. Not just a hotel. It had to be a suite. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I was so tired. So tired after the, the, the mud run. The next day I had hockey. And I go to hockey and I, I literally thought about just turning around on the drive there. Because I was so tired. That I was concerned that I was actually going to fall asleep driving there, but I get okay. I get to the place and you know check in and everything and I'm getting dressed and there's a routine you get into because with hockey you have so many things you have to put on. So like I put on two pairs of socks and then I put on 
my knee pads, then I put on my jock, then I put on my Bengay. You know, it's it's like a an order. Knee pads, huh? Yeah. Shin guards, whatever you want to call them. I did, <laughs> knee pads. I did do that for you. But so I had my left shin guard on and I'm going to put my right shin guard on and I go in my bag and I can't find it. Like, oh fuck! D- did I take it out of my bag when I was doing washing my hockey stuff and didn't put it back in? So I'm looking around, looking around, looking around, and everybody's like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "I can't find my right shin pad." Uh, does anybody have an extra one? And then I looked down. I found it. Guess where it was? I don't know. It was on my leg already. Oh, I'm like oh, okay, yeah. It's either the age or the fact that i'm really really fucking tired uh but the last thing is i jumped out of a plane today mm-hmm. that's where i was where i had my thing and it was actually when i was in the air that i was concerned that i might have a problem <laughs> but i did not which was good but as we're getting ready you have to sign all the waivers and all that kind of stuff and they you get assigned a we did tandem so you get assigned you know the person that is you're going to be connected to and we get all suited up and we had to pick out our jumpsuits, and I basically said, it's Pride Month, so I'm going to find the gayest jumpsuit I possibly can. And I think I was very successful with that. Yeah. And we're starting to walk out to the plane, and the guy who actually was my jump partner said, you guys are all trained up, right? I said, no. And he just looks at me, and he kind of winks. I'm like, okay, it's, it's not a big deal. And then as we get to the plane, he's like, you did get trained, right? I'm like, no. <laughs> he said, oh, don't then, worry. We'll, we'll, we'll then- take care of it on the plane. <laughs> Didn't you watch a video or anything? No, nothing. Oh, see, when I when I went, I had like a 15-minute orientation with a video and explained the waiver that basically this waiver says that even if you sue us, you cannot win and you will st- and even if you do win, you'll owe us money. <laughs> yeah. No. So he said basically just arch your back, don't worry about it. Yeah, it was. It, I saw. I, I saw the pictures. It looked like you paid the extra twenty five bucks for him to be inside of you. <laughs> See my vinegar strokes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I saw. I saw the text. <laughs> I was actually thankful that for once you didn't actually post that on Facebook like you normally do. I never post anything on Facebook. Oh, really? Of, uh, not of that of you. Yeah, on my mud run where where you said, "Oh, I, I thought it said, peg me on on your headband." Well, but I didn't post it. I just commented. Well, I meant comment oh, on the I, post that I, that I did. Yes. No. I wouldn't put something like that. But most people post most people don't even know what peg me means, but, but paying the extra twenty five bucks for him to be inside of you, <laughs> I think people would get that. <laughs> okay. So we're done and we're we're driving home and what'd you jump from? Fourteen, I think. Okay. It was cold as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it's it's did you breathe? Yeah. Do you remember do you remember breathing? Yes, they said specifically to breathe through your nose, not try don't try to breathe through your mouth. All right. And my uh what do you call it? The um my jumpsuit, not my jumpsuit, the harness I was in was yeah. fucking just riding up on me so hard. Yeah. But my cock looks well. huge in the pictures. <laughs> well, how come how come the the tandem masters got helmets and all you guys got were goggles? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I question that as well, but I don't know. Yeah. And did it make... Okay, so after you popped the canopy, did you have to stand on his feet for him to undo a couple of buckles so you could just hang more freely? Uh, no. I, you, this guy was... He was really cool, but he was like 5'6". Okay. So it was 
a little bit weird when we had to walk from the back of the plane out to the door because okay. I, I got like a little man, a little person on my back. <laughs> were you were you carrying him? <laughs> and there is one picture of me where it's us going down and the plane is right above us. That actually turned out really well. But after we got done, we're driving home and Dawson said, yeah, I need you to pull over. So pull over and he just went out and stood in the field for a while. And he didn't throw up or anything, and they got back in the car. He's like, I, I just, just go. And we, we gave him a little puke bag, because we keep airplane sickness bags in the back uh-huh. of the car, because we've yeah, had we keep, issues with car sickness before. Yeah, so we keep emesis bags in the back of the car as well. So as we're driving home, we're about halfway home, and Jen asks if he feels better. He's like, yeah, I'm feeling better. And I turn to him, I say, do you need a Midol? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the kind of things I think I'm not supposed to do. Well, probably. That's why his friends hate you. <laughs> it is what it is. Ready to yes, move on? Yes, I am. Matt and Doug are at it again. Guess that sound and you are awesome. What movie will it be from? I really want to know. I would not get it on the first clip. I would think it's something completely different. The second clip I would definitely get it from. Okay. Is it someone's face going all weird? It's not Who Framed Roger Rabbit, is it? See, that's where I would have thought it. I would have thought Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but it is not Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And it's not uh, Get Your Ass to Moss. Get Your Ass to Moss. No, it's not Total Recall. Okay. Will it hurt? Uh, yeah. Well, let's not do it then. Oh. That, is that um, Inner Space? It is. That was my movie, I believe. It was your movie. So, play the reveal. Two systems activated. Contour analysis, stage one. Move over, Picasso, look at this. Grid mapping, ectodermal contours. Okay, go to the mirror. Yeah. What are we going to do? I'm going to attempt an electronic simulation of your nerves and muscles. What does that mean? I'm going to alter your face. All right, enough. So just before we move on to the movie itself, there is one thing that I kind of forgot, is we hmm. narrowly avo- avoided the Betamax Rewind curse. Oh, how so? Oh, Who? Treat Williams? Yes. One of the movies you did not select when picking a movie by oh. your answers to questions was, uh. it, was a Treat Williams movie. Not Dead Heat. No. So. What else, what else has Treat Williams been in? If, if you think about it, it's not that hard to put together. But anyway, let's move on to any anything for the, the movie itself. I kind of mailed it in a little bit. Oh, okay. One more night. One more night. One more night. Caleb's chasing down some trim. Well, good for him. Too bad she's not that great. Turns out she likes to suck on something that belongs to him. Shame it's not his wee wee. 
Caleb needs one more night. Yes, he needs one more night. Caleb needs one more night if he wants to live forever. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This week we are doing Near Dark, released January 8th, 1988, on a $5 million budget, only grossing $3.3 million. Had an 83% Rotten Tomato critic score and a 74% Rotten Tomato audience score. Directed by Catherine Bigelow, best known for Banging James Cameron, The Hurt Locker, and Zero Dark Thirty. I was going to say having having a son that you graduated with. (laughs) Al? Or no. Yeah, Al Bigelow. Yeah, Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah. I love that guy. That guy was awesome. I was in one class with him, and he almost got expelled for something he did in that class. Uh, was it fighting? No, it was a German class. Okay. And and we were doing like arts and crafts, and Frau Sunrich was uh-huh. the teacher. And guess what kind of armbands Al made in German <laughs> class? <laughs> Swastika armbands? Yeah, yeah. That's, not good. No, not good at all. Starring Adrian Pazdar, best known for Top Gun. Jenny Wright, best known for St. Elmo's Fire. Lance Hendrickson, best known for Aliens. Jeanette Goldstein, best known for Aliens. And Bill Paxton, best known for Aliens. <laughs> Super Sky Point. Had you seen this movie before? No, I'd heard of it. I'd never seen it, but I had heard of it at least. And like I said at the end of this podcast last week, I had never even heard of this movie. And when I was going through top mo- movies of the 80s, this one kept showing up on all of the lists. Like, what is this? And then I looked it up. Catherine Bigelow. Okay, well, seems interesting enough. I guess we'll take a stab at it. So what is your feeling on vampire stuff? I like it if it's done right. I don't like it when they change the rules, and they change the rules a little bit in this movie. And that, that'll that actually come up because the vampire, the most recent vampire exposure I've had, if you, well, actually, there's a movie that I watched this week was a vampire movie besides this one, but was the What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. And they have very specific rules for vampires in that. And they kind of adhere to it, but they kind of don't. So, and I, I didn't watch any of the Twilight films. Yeah, I've never seen any Twilight films. I didn't watch um, True Blood. Ah, oh, there's my waffle. I watched a part of the first season. What about and Blade? It was just, it was just, I like the Blade movies. Well, the first one, I've seen the first one a bunch. The second one, I've seen a couple of times. And then the third one, I think I, the only time I saw the third one was when I saw it in the theater. And then, of course, the probably the biggest vampire movie from our childhood, I'm sure you've Lost? seen. Lost Boys? Yeah. Yeah. And that one, they adhere to the vampire rules pretty strictly. Yeah, there's um, uh, one. I, I don't know if they do the invite you in. Anyway, please continue. Yeah, yeah, no, they do the in the in Lost Boys. They do the in, invite you in. I, I meant to in tonight's movie. No, I don't think so at all. That Yeah, that's. Oh, well, let's come on. While we're on this on this roll, some other vampire movies. Come on. What we do in the shadows. Well, you've already talked about that one. Can you think of, can Renfield. you think of, have you, did you watch it? Yes, I watched it like two days ago. And was it good? It's not what I expected, but I liked it. All right. It's very uh, violent. Okay. 
Yeah, I w- I'm expecting more of a comedy than anything else. Uh, what is what's the Jim Carrey one? Um, Love at first bite, or is that Once Bitten? Once Bitten. You're you're correct. But there is Love at First Bite, isn't there? Oh. Uh, There's one with Lauren Hutton. Yes. And I don't know if that's that's Once Bitten. All right. Yeah. Um. Great White did the soundtrack. Oh, Love Love at Love at First Bite. Is that Goldie Hawn? Uh, I don't know. What about I have not seen From Dusk Till Dawn. Okay, From Dusk Till Dawn is good. Um, Fright Night. That's a good one. You haven't seen. I know you haven't seen that one. What about Fright Night Two? The remake? No, there's or, actually a Fright Night Two. Is there? No, I haven't seen. that And then one. there's a remake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morbius. I haven't seen that because it got such horrible reviews. Abraham Lincoln <laughs> Vampire Hunter. <laughs> now that one was. That one, that one was kind of clever. I, I, I enjoy, I enjoyed that movie. I don't know if this counts, but it's listed amongst vampire movies as I Am Legend. Uh, I guess those, they can't come out in the sun, but I don't know if they drink blood. What was the one with David Soul? It's a Stephen King movie. Sleepwalkers? No. Tommyknockers? No. Dallas Buyers Club? That one. <laughs> Yes, I haven't, I haven't pulled that one out in a while. No, gosh, what is it? The lot? The, oh, Salem's Sal- Lot. Salem's Lot. Yeah, that one always creeped me out as a kid. Uh, the book covered it. I never saw the movie. Uh, I'd never, oh, I, I have seen Bram, Stoker, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Interview with a Vampire. Yep, Van Helsing. Uh, yeah. There's, I mean, we could go on and on. Let's start with We this. already have. Let's, <laughs> let's, yes. Let's, let's move on. The movie starts. Where was I? Here we go. So we Dino a, De Laurentiis production. It? All right. I you're it's been a while since I've seen this movie. My plan was to watch this movie this weekend while I was falling asleep and I couldn't get it to download. So Okay. I didn't I did not watch it. It's 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 been a, it's been a hot minute since I've seen this movie. I did get and this I suppose could go in the listener reaction roundup. I I did get a little bit of critique of Please let dog dog talk. <laughs> so, yeah, you you do like to interrupt. That's a that's all right. All right, the music is by Tangerine Dream. The entire soundtrack by Tangerine Dream. And yes. I like I like the soundtrack. Uh, we hear a weird noise. It's a mosquito, and it gets swatted, and then we see the sun going down, what, and we see what? this. So the mosquito gets swatted, and I guess I was on his leg, but the the camera angle was kind of weird. Okay. Where it looked like he it was on his cock. Oh, all right. I guess I didn't catch that. Yeah, but as you said, sun going now, I said beautiful shot so far. And then we're introduced mm-hmm. to or actually it's in the in, in the credits. We're not introduced to him. It's uh who plays the dad? The uh a helicopter pilot from Uncommon Valor. And in my notes it says he's dead. I had him confused with uh <laughs> Treat Williams. Oh. <laughs> Cause I said, Wow, this is a really powerful curse. <laughs> yeah, not Treat Williams. Uh, I can't even tell you what the dude's name is, but he's the he's the helicopter pilot in the beginning. That when Gene Hackman goes to see him, he's he's the crop duster. It's uh, Tim and, Thomerson. There you go. He's best known for a series of they're not Asylum films, but they're by the guy who made the Puppet Master films, where he plays Doll Man, I believe. And no. he's also done a bunch of no, I'm I'm confusing him with with uh, Treat Williams. 
because Treat Williams did a bunch of Hallmark things, but Tim Thomerson has been in a bunch of TV shows as well. Oh, all right. But there's an old truck that's driving down the road, and there's a guy driving it. This is Caleb. And he lights a heater, pulls into a bar, and a guy jumps on his bumper, and the Caleb's kind of scolds him, and the dude knocks off his hat. And they're kind of fucking with each other, and they square up to fight. Yeah, they're talking shit back and forth. Yeah. And he says, what's eating you? And the guy says, your mama. Ooh. But then uh, who comes walking out? Another guy comes out, and... He says, turn around and feast your eyes on that. And from afar, she looks pretty good. So she's good from afar? But far from good. (laughs) And what is she doing? She's eating an ice cream cone. Question. Yeah? I thought that vampires could not eat human food. I thought that as well, that it made them terribly ill. And that does come up when he's trying to eat a Clark bar or something later <laughs> okay i think it is a clark bar oh what's the chew? that'll come up charleston chew no who's the who's the clark bar hire harris oh um the, the she, she wore a, a bra as a top yes is she the clark bar is it a clark bar harris or oh henry oh henry is i think it's oh i think it's oh henry yes but but caleb goes to talk to her and there's some small talk about her name, where she's from. Well, well, he leans up on the ice chest, and I'm going to have to lead you into some of this stuff, I guess. Um, but they have this exchange. Have a bite? Bye. Just dying for a cone. Dying. So he says all these words, and she says, bite and dying. Is, is she like the slow vampire? <laughs> Yes, she's like a, a android from Blade Runner that's slowly learning her AI. Her AI system is just starting to kick in. Yeah, but they're in Texas. That's kind of what we find out. And or are they in Texas? Uh, they they cross a couple states. They're in Oklahoma at one point, but I believe they're in Texas right now. All right, but and, she needs a lift home. And he finds out her name. And what's her name? May. And what does he say about her name? I got it. Why don't I? Okay. The family name. Oh, it's a fat girl's name. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I'm not fat. Well, not at present, but I could see you really pushing maximum density. But she is from Sweetwater, Texas, by the way. Oh, okay. Um, But they're in his truck driving. And he's like, you sure are pretty. And then asks, hey, do you got a boyfriend? Well, sometimes. Other times I eat him. She doesn't <laughs> actually say that. But she has him stop the truck. And at this point, did you know that she was a vampire? I I did because of the description of the movie. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. But she actually asks him if he has a girlfriend. And he does not. Um, She says, too bad. To which he says, yeah, but I can crush a a a rock with my wrist. Um, And she says she's not sticking around for long, but... She's not leaving tonight. And then when they stop, what is it that she wants to do? She wants to show him the stars. She's babbling on about the night. Yeah, it, it's dark, but it's also bright. It can blind you. And then she says, listen, can you hear it? Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's- then he tries to kiss her and she pulls away and then they have this exchange. 
Sure, I've met many girls like you. Yeah, yeah, I've met any girls like me. Look up. Stars. See that one? First one I laid my eyes on. And the light that's leaving that star right now will take a billion years to get down here. You want to know why you've never met a girl like me before? Because I'll still be here when the light from that star gets down here to Earth. It's in a billion years. It sounds like fun. It is. I'd like to be there too. Maybe. How? Who knows? So, so you could say that he's been waiting for a girl like her to come into his life. Yes. But she's babbling on, and uh-huh. he doesn't really care about what she has to say. See the speeches from Malcolm X. I just want to get laid. Yeah, he just wants to get down to business, basically. <laughs> yes, he does. They're back to driving. He turns on the radio, and then she asks where they're going. Oh, you'll see. And she says, I don't like surprises. But she'll like this one. Trust him. <laughs> He gets out. He's got what are the two things that he's got? He's got rope and a heater. He's oh. got a heater and a lasso. Okay, and it's a and it's a horse. And the horse is freaked out. And she goes, "Horses don't like me." Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, ooh, her and Matt would get along really well. <laughs> no, it it's not that horses don't like me. I don't like horses. Yeah, but he says it's okay that the horse doesn't like her, and he lassos her. Yes. And he finds out something about her that surprises him as he's trying to pull her into him. She has to be home before dawn. No, she's strong. She's stronger than him. Okay. But they pull in together and then they kiss and she's about to bite him and then stops. Yeah. She's in a rush and freaks out. And throughout this film, I mean, this is only a 90 minute film. Mm hmm. A vast majority of the problems they run into in this film could be reconciled if somebody would just buy them a a bunch of fucking watches because (laughs) they seem to always be just hustling to get home before the sun's coming up. (laughs) Right. But she has to be home before dawn. And he said, oh, don't worry. That's a long way off. Yeah. I didn't notice the time. And he goes, it's your daddy, isn't it? And then they're driving and he stops the car. And the sun is... The sun is it, it. It's coming up. I mean, you you can't see the it's sun not crusting, but, it, but it's it's starting it's to get, get there. It's getting light out. He goes, "You're gonna." She goes, "You're gonna have to kiss me." Or no, he goes, "You're gonna have to kiss me first. Yeah, and she's really freaking out. And yeah, get me home. Uh, yeah, maybe come I, on. But what does he do to well, make her kiss him? Uh, he just says, "I'm not asking for much." But then he puts his keys in his shirt. Oh, okay. So apparently this guy saw St. Elmo's fire and he went to the Rob Lowe school of rape. Ah, yes. <laughs> Just asking yeah. for a little touch. That's specifically mm-hmm. what he says. Right. But she goes in and it's a long kiss and then she bites his neck. And, and after she bites his neck, she gets out and runs and he partly runs after her, but he gets back in his truck and the car won't start. Right. And this is another vampire thing as she's running home or i think it's to the rv at this point can't she just say bat 
and fly home. <laughs> Abracadabra. No, in in what we do in the shadows, that's all they have to do is say bat, and they turn into a bat. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it happens all the time. But he gets out of the trunk, the trunk, the truck, and that's when he that his truck won't start. Sun is coming up, and he's walking, and he falls, and he's really struggling. <laughs> yeah, well, he's smoking. Yeah, he he's smoldering, and he questions exactly what is going on. What is this magic? No, that what's one. That, what's that from? It's from Harry Potter. Oh, jeez. It's from the first one when Harry touches Professor Quirrell's face and it burns him. Ah, is that the guy who's got, he's got the, the face on the back of his head? Yes. Under the turban? Yes. All right. But th- this Potter is the nerd. question. It's like, is he turned at this point? Apparently, no, I thought I thought that because they follow the rules pretty closely in Lost Boys. So if you get bit, you don't turn until you drink the leader's blood. Okay, you're not fully turned. So he's but but he's turning. He's turning. He's he's turning. He's turning. This is where they change the rules that. He's he's turning, and I was under the impression that when when you became a vampire, you were now you're dead. I, I did not think that there was any kind of like gene therapy <laughs> to turn you back from being a vampire. <laughs> right? Yeah, I thought that, and I know in Lost Boys that if the leader dies and you have not drunk his blood yet, then you're turned back. Wait a second, in the Lost Boys, I I don't think. The dude, I don't think Jason Patrick is bit. I think he drinks Kiefer Sutherland's blood and has to make a kill before he becomes a vampire. Yeah, it, it has what, been a hot minute since I've seen that film. I, I think that's what it is. But uh, but Kiefer Sutherland is not the, the head he's vampire. He's not. Spoiler no, alert. Ed, Edward Herman is. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like uh, the, the dad from Teen Wolf. The most unassuming, like, big bad you could possibly have. I don't think he's the, yeah, he's not the t- dad from Teen Wolf. He's. No, no, I'm not saying he is oh. the dad. I'm saying if you look at the dad from Teen Wolf, you're not going to look at him and be scared. Right. Of anything other than he's going to fuck up your taxes. Yeah. But there's a little girl at a veterinarian truck and her dad is the vet giving shots to, I believe, a horse. And she goes, Hey, dad, there's Caleb. He looks sick. No shit. Well, well, first of all, no shit. How how the fuck could she see that from as far away as they are from him? She's got great eyes, I guess. But then uh, a mobile meth lab <laughs> is driving crazy as Caleb yes. gets to the middle of the road. Uh huh. Yeah, and it pulls up next to him and grabs him, and the dad and the girl yell. And who's in the who's who's the first one that he encounters? Well, I I was thought it's like that's Bill Paxton's voice. Yes, and it is Bill Paxton. He says he's going to separate Caleb's head from his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he scolds May, and she wants to save him, and he says Bill wants to tear his face off. Yeah, he says it's sloppy, and he's asking for permission to kill Caleb, and a bunch of the vampires, and there are I think five total. Uh, Yes, including May. There's five. Yeah, May is not on board for that. And Caleb's just looking around. What What the fuck's going on? <laughs> right. 
<laughs> and they say he's been bit, but but not bled. So I don't know what that means. But somebody else says that he's been he's turned by now. Well, he, I, he's bit, so he was bit, but he was not bled. He was not desanguinated. He he was not drained of his blood. Ooh, look at the big. Was that on a, one of those little square calendars? Of the word of the day. Word of the day. No, <laughs> no. I think it was my wordle for yesterday. Ah, I don't right. actually do wordle, but no, no. The, the people that the people that post their wordle on Facebook are the worst kind of people. Every day, I I, I know if Jen got the wordle or not because her and my mom talk about it. <laughs> oh, all right. But May lays down on Caleb and says, "You might as well kill me too." Um, uh, but Paxton is upset by this whole thing. And then we, I think, I don't know if we've actually seen him. We've heard him. We now hear the head guy. And who's the head guy? Lance Hendrickson. And what's his character's name? Oh, shit. I don't have that yet. It's Jesse. It's Jesse. But he says, yeah, he's turned. He comes with us. And as they're driving away, I've never driven an RV. Have I, I have not driven. I mean, I, I've pulled a, a trailer. Similar, Pop but up. not quite the same thing. I've driven a fire truck. That's probably pretty close, but I just have to imagine it sucks. Driving an, an older one, sure. The new ones, they practically drive themselves. But what does the RV pull into? I, and I, I don't ask that because I want you to fill in the blanks. I actually want to know what the hell you'd call that. A giant Quonset hut? Okay, that's not what I would call it, but... <laughs> what would you call it? I don't. I don't know, like... Grain storage? Well, think about it. Think about what a Quonset hut is. You know what a Quonset hut is, right? No, I do not. Think of think of uh, a corrugated culvert that goes underneath your driveway. Okay. And cut that in half and magnify it by five hundred, and it turns into a, like a big building. Sure. Like army army old army bases had Quonset huts. I would say it is very similar to the one in Lone Wolf McQuaid. Or the All ones right. in Lone Wolf McQuaid. I wouldn't have called the, those Quonset huts, but I don't know what a Quonset hut is, so there you go. Yes. But, uh, yeah, they pull into that. May is tending to him, and they're snuggling, or he's snuggling her, basically. Now we cut to the vet dad, and that's just what I refer to him the rest of this movie, vet dad. I just call him dad. Ta- okay. Talking to a cop, and he says, hey, this happened five hours ago. Four, what are you going to do? Four hours ago. Was it four hours? Four hours, yeah. Are you sure? Pretty sure. All right. What are you going to do about it? Look, I'll take care of him. You can't. I'm sorry. I thought that was. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I, now, now, now they, they, they cut back. We cut back to May explaining how she's going to take care of Caleb. Look, I'll take care of him. You can't, May. Take care of him? I turned you. I taught you. Well, I turned him and I'll teach him. What's the matter, Homer? You jealous? A little too little to be jealous. Have any idea what it's like to be a big man on the inside and have a small body on the outside? Do you have any idea what it's like to hear about it every night? Just your shit, Jess. Fuck's up, it's our ass. It's our ass, May. It's your ass. We want to give him a week. Then it's decided. We give him a week to see if we can call him one of us. That's the shit. I know you're right. Smell it. You can smell it. You can smell it. <laughs> but sometimes I forget what I put in the blind clips. Homer. 
Homer. Yes. We never find out how old Homer is. Well, I mean, how he looks like he looks like he's about 12. Yeah, but he could be 250. Right. And yeah, that's his, like his, that's his like in, in Interview of the Vampire. Kirsten. Yes. Dust. Yes. Is it Kirsten or she Kirsten? Falls, it's Kirsten, Kirsten, right? Kirsten. Kirsten. And she basically she her and Brad Pitt. Uh, Brad Pitt's characters are lovers. Yeah. Wouldn't you think, though, that with all of the supernatural healing that vampires have, that it would have fixed her fucked up teeth? <laughs> you can really see those in Spider-Man also. Uh, when Tobey Maguire is hanging upside down? Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Caleb wants to know who the hell these people are and what is Homer Grab? Um, something to Caleb's. I don't know his nuts. Oh, he does. Yes, and we also meet uh, Jeanette Goldstein's character, Diamondback, and, and Bill pa- Bill Paxton's character is Severin. At this point, I mistakenly said Diamondback is kind of sexy. I-, I I walk that back later. Do you? Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, she's not great. Uh, uh. The thing is, she's kind of a chameleon because when you look at her in this movie, you look at her in Aliens, you look at her in Titanic, you would not know that's the same actress, especially in Aliens versus Titanic. Yes. But uh, that night, the RV is pulling out. Like the movie Aliens versus Titanic? Yeah, that's that's a lesser known (laughs) film. Yes. That's why it really sunk. Well, it got involved in the the cross, would they be race war between the aliens and the predators? Yes. Took it out yeah. with like the little. The satellite, the satellite beam sunk the Titanic. No, from, I was thinking from, the, the thing on the, the predator that Bill Burr had in the Mandalorian, the little, little pop-up gun that has the three oh, little. Yes. Reticles. Do you call them reticles? Reticles. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. All right, continue. Uh, but they back out of the hut at night, and now Severin is stealing a car. Did you see what the price of the car was? Two grand. $1,995. And they light the RV on fire. And then, Why would you light the RV on fire? I mean, I guess it was involved burn. in a crime, but just a regular old car is not going to benefit this crew. You need something like an RV. Well, th- that was the thing I... Isn't that group a little bit big for a car that size? Yeah. And we grew up in the 80s, and you could have a family of six and have them in a two-door car mm-hmm. <laughs> in the 80s. You can't do that today. No. It's, it's not possible. But as the, the RV is burning, Severin asks Jesse if he remembers the fire they started in Chicago. I thought it was Mrs. O'Leary's cow that started that fire. Is are they talking about the Chicago fire? I believe so. Yeah, I thought that yeah. was kind of. I thought that was kind of funny, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, little known fact that the there was a fire that occurred right at that same time that was far greater and caused far more deaths in Milwaukee. No, the Anago fire in Wisconsin. Okay, I think I, it killed like I think it killed like nine hundred people. Yeah, I, I knew I knew that there was another one. I do not. 
did not remember where, obviously, but but the reason why it did not get the national news attention that the Chicago fire did because it was because, ago. <laughs> well, Chicago, all the telegraph lines burned, and anybody that knew how to work on them or operated them died in the fire. <laughs> so, actually, in my notes here, it says that there's a lot less room in this truck, and there's Homer. Jesse Severin, who I just refer to as S in my notes for the rest of this, so I didn't have to type it out. Diamondback, May, and now Caleb. Yes. And I did get a better look at Diamondback now. Not so sexy. So I, I walked that back fairly quickly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But they drive it back to the warehouse that they were at, and Severin tosses Homer's bike on the ground. And I I, I forgot to tell you to, to pull the, you dick. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, you got it? You dick! That one? <laughs> yeah. And Maya and Caleb are walking. He doesn't feel well. And he's telling her, I got to get home. Let me go. And then she's like, okay, see ya. But guess what? I'll be seeing you. Not, you know, before long. And he's he goes into town. And what is playing at the theater? Mm, I don't know. Aliens. Oh, is it really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And three of the actors, from, as you mentioned, from that film are in this one. And yeah. this is when Bigelow was banging Cameron. So absolutely, that tracks. Sure. But uh, he wants to get a bus ticket, and he does not have the $14. He only has $11. And he's not looking good. And he looks like he's been on a three-day meth bender. Yeah. And he trades in his ticket to Chicago for one to San Francisco and he gets $37 back. Yes. And he gets a candy bar with that extra money, but, but spits it out, makes him vomit. Actually, the bus leaves in 15 minutes is $14. And how, how far could they have gotten though? We don't have a great concept. We know that Jesse gave Caleb a week basically to come into the circle. Mm-hmm. But the guy at the counter, he was like, fuck you, dude. I'm not giving, yeah. I'm not giving you a break on this. And you're right. Actually, in my notes, it says he gets an orbit bar. It's an orbit bar. I, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell. It looked like a Clark bar, but I thought it said orbit on it, right. which I think orbit is gum, but I don't think that existed then. Probably not. But there's a guy who comes up from behind him. We've seen this guy in a bunch of things. He's in under siege. He's, he's in demolition man, I believe. Okay, does he illuminate that scene? <laughs> no, he does not. And he goes, hey, what's the problem? And he shows his badge. He had a Band-Aid on his hand, like a big wrap around his hand, and you could see blood coming from it. Okay. I don't know what that was from, but it was there. And he asks him, hey, what are you on? Let me see your cop. Let me, let me see your eyes. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Yeah, well, it says, let me see your eyes. And then my, right after that says, cop has bandage wrap with blood on him. Okay. And <laughs> so I, I said, I, what, I, I skipped, I, I skipped a word. What, what are you on? You're on the goofballs. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, you got blood on you. And he said, oh, I got, I cut myself. And the cop says, well, okay, I'm going to give you these $3 and just get out of here. Right. Yeah. Get home. Be a good boy. And then Caleb mm. is on the bus. Yeah. Struggling up the aisle. <laughs> yeah. Tells the driver to stop because he's salivating very heavily. Just like Cora last week. Uh-huh. <laughs> Looks like he has a load of juice on his face. Yeah. 
and the bus stops sort of right i don't know if the bus actually made a complete stop no i don't think so but uh he walks to the warehouse and may is sitting there waiting for him and he says i'm dying i'm dying and she feeds him from her arm and you can actually hear and i don't i'm assuming you probably watch this on your ipad Mm -hmm. so i don't know if you could hear this but there's this yes I, i did hear that which was a nice kind of thing that kind mm-hmm. of showed you that she's giving him basically her life force in a way. Right. Right. But uh they kiss and then they run off and again she's babbling on about the night. Well, 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 he he crawls up her body and they kiss and just like it wasn't last week. It would have been 3 weeks ago. Just like death breath. I'm assuming death blood breath. breath. You know, from, uh, uh, oh, God, Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, When he's kissing the girl after she was dead. Oh, yeah. He's just been drinking blood. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that smells like real blood. (laughs) Tastes like (laughs) copper pennies. Uh Uh-huh. But gave him the energy he needed. And then she starts talking about, you were saying she was babbling. What is she babbling about? The night again. (laughs) So bright it'll blind you. I don't know. How vampires see. <laughs> I, I don't, don't understand either. this. I'm not sure. But back at vet dad's house and the vet dad wakes up, calls for his daughter. Do you know what his daughter's name is? Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> she greets him and they both had bad dreams. Right. And, and he's sweating through his nightshirt. And then they go to the cop shop. And what does the sheriff tell them? That they found the RV burnt up. Yeah, no one was inside. They probably switched cars. Could be your boys falling in with the same crowd or mm-hmm. the same crowd this, with some trouble. Yeah. You and think? What is what does the dad ask the sheriff? Um, I'm not sure. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's not happy. Oh, we can. It's not enough. <laughs> not enough. So they're going around showing people his picture. I, I then, was sure there was going to be a montage here. <laughs> yeah, no montage. Nope. But then Caleb calls his dad collect. Nobody answers. He's still walking a little bit funny. Mm-hmm. And he's yelling at the sky. Yeah. And they're at a truck stop. And there's uh, people that are washing down, you know, your, your Peterbilts, your big rigs. And I'm thinking Caleb is probably hungry again. Yeah. But and, I think I, I think I have a clip here. Yeah. You, you do in just a second. But, okay. This is where it came up. How the fuck was she eating ice cream earlier? <laughs> yeah. This is when I realized it's like, wait, she shouldn't have been able to do that. But no. May actually catches up to him as he's walking in the street. Caleb, look, Caleb. I want to go home too. Yeah, I called, May. Ain't nobody home. Nobody was home. Jesus, this is fucked, May. I'm scared. So sad, but don't be. Just feel it. Feel what's in you. Excuse me. I feel. In my hands. What do we do now? Anything we want. To the end of time. As they're they're kissing, a truck pulls away, but. He has to learn something. And what does he have to learn? You got to learn how to kill. Well, I don't want to kill. 
well, you want to die? <laughs> uh, don't, don't think about don't, it. <laughs> yeah, don't think about it as killing. Just use your instinct. And this is brilliant. And this actually ties back to the thing that you were talking about before that Severin did to Homer. Oh, threw his bike on the ground? Yes. So what is Homer doing? He's got a trap set. Yeah, he's doing a rope-a-dope. <laughs> yeah. He's on the ground with the bike. Like he just got hit by a car. Right. And some guy stops. A good Samaritan stops. Well, he gets chomped. Oh, okay. You're driving. It's late mm-hmm. at night. Mm-hmm. You see someone lying in the middle of the street. What do you do? Mm. That's tough. That's tough these days because that could definitely be a trap. Yeah. And you you don't want to be the asshole that passes by, but you also don't want to be the sucker that gets killed. Yeah. And it that's the thing that sucks is you you almost have had the ability to be nice in certain situations removed from you because mm-hmm. you don't want to die. Yeah. A couple of years ago, we took a, va- a family vacation, and one of the little towns that we went through in western Wisconsin was Sparta. We stayed at the, these cabins and went horseback riding. And as we were driving through town, there was this family that was and pulled into a little parking lot i couldn't even tell you it may have been a gas station that was closed down and they had signs there and they're sitting on lawn chairs and they had a cardboard sign that said ran out of gas we need money and my oldest said shouldn't we stop and give them money and i go no unfortunately there's a good chance that that's a scam he goes well what if it's not i go well i'm not willing to take that chance there's too many bad apples that have spoiled it for everybody else yeah this is Absolutely not a similar story at all, but I'll still tell it because it's kind of interesting. I have a cousin who got abducted. Hmm. And she was very, very annoying to the person that abducted her. Okay. And after like an hour, he just pulled over to the side of the road and said, get the fuck out of the car. (laughs) Jesus. And then he abducted somebody else and killed them. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wow. Did did they find this guy? Uh, That I don't know. I probably should, but I don't know. (laughs) I thought the more interesting fact was the fact that somebody being annoying actually saved their life. Wow. But Homer actually kills the people that he suckered into helping him. Yes. And then we see Severin. He's all dressed up, dressed to the nines, and he's hitchhiking. And two hot chicks pull over and let him in. We never find out their fate. We just have to assume that he fucked them and then drank their blood because that's what i would do i would fuck them first yeah yeah probably you know it's it's a rank order thing yes and caleb says it's making me shaky Uh (laughs) uh-huh and and may says that's because you have to yeah but now jesse and and diamondback are driving and and it's it's kind of set up that oh they're a thing all right because they're talking about the night that they met and i think Jesse says, you see what I see? And they pick up a hitchhiker. And, well, it's a setup. Turn off the car. Hey, asshole. A pallier told you to turn off the car. Now, you mind if I dance with your wife? Mind if we dance the old dates? look at this one. You're not going to look so good. With your face ripped off. 
Boy, did we get lucky tonight. She is so beautiful. And he is so fucking stupid. I don't know how that why the end was that way. I don't either. I'm not. I'm not sure. I think it was just like, yeah, I'm not going back and editing that. But now Caleb and Ray are in a semi. Ray, Ray, is, is Ray. it Ray Skywalker? <laughs> Gosh, do I call her? Nope. I switch it to May. Uh, May are in a. Who talks first? You talk first. I talk first. So I, I don't have a. I don't have a Kylo run. <laughs> no, no, they're in a semi. Uh, Talking about shifting and gears. Who's, you driving, who's driving the truck? James Conn's partner from Alienation. Con- <laughs> yes, James Conn. James Conn's partner from Alienation. Yes. Yeah. That He's sounds also- wrong. It's right, but it sounds wrong. I know. James, James Conn's. Conn's- <laughs> yes. Jimmy Conn. Yeah, it, it's right. J- but yeah. J- Jimmy Conn's. Um, He's all sweaty and says, hey, can you pull over and let me try? Now, if you were a truck driver... You were picking up hitchhikers and some dude that you just gave a 45 second tutorial said, Hey, do you think I could drive your truck? You're like, get the fuck out of here, man. Well, they're, they're drinking beers and, yeah. and they're smoking heaters at the same time. So they're bonding over this whole thing. Sure. And as the trucker and is, is talking to Caleb, May is kind of the, the devil on Caleb's shoulder, just whispering in his ear, kill him, kill him. Kill him. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah. the the fact that the trucker is annoying probably helps the fact, but he's still, Caleb is still trying to find a way not to kill this guy. Mm-hmm. But this is actually kind of important before he stops. He's talking about how to break the truck. And mm-hmm. by break, I don't mean make the truck broken. I mean to slow down, to stop the truck. Engine, is he talking about engine braking? Yeah, he's talking about how you have to break the the back, and then you have to break the the engine separately. Because mm-hmm. if you don't do that, what will happen? Well, your your load will shift and go all over the place. It's a jackknife. Yes. But this is a... You tell me where the nuclear vessels are. This happens at the end. Uh-huh. Um, and finally, May says, you got to do it or else. Oh, no, no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Got to do it or else is what the, uh, the, the driver says about braking correctly. And then... Uh, Caleb is torn between his need to feed and his unwillingness to to kill. And this is when he's on the ground and the truck driver is just busting his balls. Mm -hmm. Can't drink and drive. Then what happens? Well, uh, the truck driver says, you are, you really sick? And then may chomps on him. And then we cut to Caleb feeding on may in an oil field. And is, are, are those air oil derricks supposed to be some kind of symbol? That's what I thought as well. But I couldn't figure out what it was supposed to mean. Yeah. But she pushes him off and says, you could kill me if you feed too much. Yeah. Like, He's sucking hey, her dry. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, you, you got to you gotta feed. You got to feed. Um, vet dad. Vet dad tells the daughter that he's going to make a phone call and he calls the diner. sheriff. They're at a yes. diner. They're, they, he call, talks to the sheriff and the sheriff tells him of the situation with the cop at the Kansas bus bus station and said he was going home and apparently that dad and Sarah have been heading in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. So now they have to double back. And now we are in a new location. Where are they? A box car. They're like hobos. (laughs) (laughs) And they're arguing that he can't do it and that he needs one more night. 
o'clock. One more night. One more night. I'm gonna get my wet dream, boy. All right. I'm gonna do it anyway. He ain't one of us. You don't belong. Sorry. So damn ugly makes my gums ache. I'm wondering about you, May. I shouldn't be wondering about you. It ain't right for May to be carrying you, Caleb. He makes you kill tonight. I don't care how you do it. You do it. Or you're done. Done means dead without dying. It means you'll be real uncomfortable. And then there's this really cool shot of all of the vampires on top of this hill, kind of in the mist. It's in the poster. Oh, is it really? Yeah, that 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 shot is on the poster. But they go into a bar, and Severin, when they walk in, says, it's shit kicker heaven. Right. I don't know what that means. Well, it's heaven for shit like, kickers. And what's a shit kicker? A, a redneck? Or yeah, a, I would say, yeah, okay. a redneck. All right. But- he uh, spills a patron's shot. Do you, did you recognize who that dude was? Um, is he? Well, I know there's one guy that is in a couple of the Terminator films, or at least one of the Terminator films that's in this scene. He's in T2. He Arnold Schwarzenegger throws him on the grill in the bar. And, and the steam comes up even though he's not touching it? Yeah. 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 This is that guy. And Severin's, he, he's kind of a rude bastard. Give me Couple shots, whatever donkey pissed yourself down these cocksuckers throat. Hey! Hey! You spilled my drink. Well, why don't you lick it up off the bar, meatball? Why don't you lick it up yourself? Hey, ever tell you the one about Buffalo Bill? When he does that, when he says, have I ever told you the one about Buffalo Bill, he dips his chin into a beer so the head of the beer sticks to his chin. (laughs) Okay. So he has like a little Buffalo Bill beard. But he's just continuing to be a cocksucker. Yeah. I think it's the bartender says, there's two ways you can leave this premises, on your feet or on your back. Yes. And then he says, if you're not going to serve me, I'll drink his. And then he drinks the other guy's drink. Right. Well, he drinks it and then spits it back in the guy's face. Right. And puts Caleb in front of him. So the guy punches Caleb Caleb instead of Severin. And then Severin says, hit him some more. We're trying to teach him some things. And then, well, this happens. How can you drink that shit? Go on, hit him a couple times. I'm trying to show the boy something. What are you, a fucking pirate? Oddly enough, I had. Can I do that? <laughs> there, so as well. <laughs> okay. But the waitress comes over to the table, and it's at the table, it's Jesse, Diamond, May, and Homer. And Jesse's kind of flirting with her. Well, he tells her to leave an empty glass when she brings the drinks. And he stands, he's rubbing up on her. 
Mm-hmm. And then what does Diamond start playing with? A butterfly knife, just like Thomas C. Howell in The Outsiders and Red Dawn. Okay. But the waitress it, says something about wanting a drink or wanting yes. the drink. Yeah. But Diamondback slits her throat. And the rest of the page, patrons that are there, their reaction is is not what I would have expected. Well, in my notes, it says the bartender is worried. If if I'm at work and somebody's throat gets slit, I'm more than worried. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. They're just kind of staring. And the bartender says, hey, what do you want? And I think it's Jesse says, a couple more moments of your time, which is the same duration of the rest of your life. Right. And then the bartender grabs a shotgun from the beer cooler. Mm-hmm. And then it is, uh, someone pulls a knife on Severin and Severin knocks it out of his hand and this exchange happens. You know what? Well, this time I had, since I nailed your mom in the back of your daddy's truck, he was there watching too. I didn't see nothing, man. Tell you the truth, I think you liked it. I'm cool, man. I know she did. Don't fuck with me. Was that the original Cuckburn? I think so. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if I could ever remember hearing that before. But Severin chomps him and then says, I hate it when they haven't shaved. Well, uh, yeah. I hate when they've been shaved. See, in my notes, it says he's about to open the biker's oh. neck and he says what I used to say when I'm about to go down on a woman. But anyway. Uh, anyway, Caleb is disgusted and then he gets shot and he stands up and he goes, am I alive? And all the vampires laugh at him. And then Severin says he'll take it from here. Uh, the bar trender tries to reload, but Severin is stalking him on the bar and uses the a blade on his boot to slit the dude's throat. Spur. He's got spurs. He's got spurs because he gives one to that's Caleb right. later. That's right. That comes up. Yes. And, and yeah, the guy who Caleb actually punched onto the pool table is up. And this is the guy from T2. Yeah. And Diamond says there's a fly on the ceiling. Yes. And he looks up. Oldest trick in the book. And Homer shoots him in the back. Why are they just not ch- going around just violently chomping on people? I, I don't know. I don't like know. Like in, in, in From Dusk Till Dawn, that happens. Where they're at the, the strip club and then it's feeding time. And all the vampires come out and they're just like biting into the top of people's heads and stuff. It's a gore fest. This is not what I would expect from a group of vampires. But this whole thing is making Caleb squirm. And Mm -hmm. in my notes, why with a gun? But all eyes are on Caleb. There is one guy left. Well, it's May's turn first. And she asks a scared guy to dance. And Caleb walks over and she says, he's for you. And 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 what, what what happens when she asks the guy to dance with him? Uh, I don't know. Oh, sorry. Fear boner. A fear boner. Fear boner. It's not a fear you boner. You got a fear boner. Anticipation. <laughs> no. Yeah, fear boner. It's yes. It's been a while. Yeah, but this guy yells and jumps out the window, and then Caleb pursues him. It, yeah, and the rest of them, as Caleb is running after this guy, they start to torch the bar. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of blood they're leaving on the table here. Yeah. I would think... Why wouldn't they feed more on the blood they or you know, the bodies they have here that are fresh. They have all this blood. They're just wasting it. Right. And 
again, it could be a different rule that they just need to drink a little bit every once in a while to yeah, uh, get their fix. But yeah, the guy in the ooh, white ooh, shirt. Ooh, it, ooh, ooh. Yeah. What was the other? What was the other vampire movie with? Is it Ethan Hawke? Well, no, there is one with Ethan Hawke. I think it's called Daybreakers. Yes, where the all every, like the whole world is vampires and they're running out of blood and they're trying to farm people. Yeah, don't they blood. have like artificial blood or something like yes, that? Yes, they're coming up with the synthetic blood, but then he discovers a way to cure himself. Well, you just have to get a, a blood transfusion from Vet Dad. <laughs> yes. But and then what's the other one? It's I think it's based on a graphic novel. It takes place in a town in Alaska that oh. when it, they, they get the 30 days of night. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting concept also. Yeah, that that's a pretty good one. And that's not to be confused with the other one that takes place at a place like that with, is it Cape Blanchette? Or, Blanchette. no, Cape Beckinsdale. There's a movie Beckin- with Cape Beckinsdale where she's at a, a place in Alaska. White something? Like Whiteout, I think is what it's called. Whiteout. I've never seen it. It's pretty good. She's a detective, I think. Uh, I, I don't remember. I just remember that somebody gets frostbit because they are outside for like 10 seconds oh. trying to go up like a little rope line between buildings. But oh. Caleb is it has Kurt, co- is it Kurt is it Kurt Russell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come snake and different movie. But I yeah, <laughs> just sit here. Go on and on and on. Yeah. <laughs> but Caleb has cut up to the sole survivor of the mm-hmm. bar as all of the rest of the vampires they're it's Molotov cocktails all around. Yes. And they also and this, have to find a new mode of transport. Yes, they do. But this guy that Caleb catches says, please wait. And he lets him go. And right. then they pick him up in a stolen van and they say, you fucked up for the last time. Right. Yeah. They pick him up. They're pissed. Mm-hmm. And Homer says they should leave him in the road and have him get a suntan. And they're blacking out the windows and it is coming up on sunup once again. We got five minutes before sunup. Found a place to stay in. That goddamn kid you let go is going straight to the law. They're going to be combing the area for this shit box. You both fucked up. You going to keep talking, Jess? You're going to get us out of the sun. Okay. So what kind of vehicle do they steal? Is it a hugs and kisses van? Yeah, it's an eighteen van. All right, yeah. But they get to a seedy motel and they go into the lobby and ring the bell, wake up the guy, and uh, the sun is starting to creep through. And he asks, "Have you been here before?" "No, no, not me." "No," he says. "Yeah." "Oh, yeah." I, I come here about every fifty years. Oh, all right. But what does he ask? He says he wants to rent something. What does he want to rent? Mm, I don't know. One of their bungalows. Oh. <laughs> Probably a little bit more highbrow than what these things actually are. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all sleeping and there's a knock on the door. And who's it, who's there? Uh, it's, it's the fuzz. It's the fuzz. Yeah. The kid that got away is in the back seat. And Severin looks outside and gets burned. Yeah. Fucking daylight. Yep. But they're getting their guns ready. Caleb's got one. They get their last warning. Well, well, first of all, they have a lot of guns for vampires. Which, <laughs> yeah. Which I, I wouldn't understand why. 
but Caleb goes for a gun and Severin doesn't like that. And Jesse says, give it to him. We're kind of outnumbered right now. Mm -hmm. But the place is surrounded and they knock again. Last warning. Last warning. And Severin says, check out time and blasts a hole through the door into the cop. And then Severin that through that hole, Severin starts on fire again. This scene, the, the way it's shot with the way that light comes through bullet holes is super, super cool looking mm-hmm. and super, super unrealistic. Yeah. Because there would have to be like 50 different suns. <laughs> <laughs> All coming in from different directions. Yes. Right. But Caleb's, Caleb's going to make a run for it. He jumps out the window with a blanket over him. Yes. And a- as he's running to the van with the blanket over him, he's being shot by the cops. And then he starts on fire. <laughs> Right. He's having a real bad day. He gets into the van and blankets on fire as well as him. He's just completely smoking and he drives the van into the bungalow. Right. And they all pile in and he drives through the other wall and it's all smoke. It's like Cheech and Chong's van that you see from the outside. It's just smoke is billowing out of this thing. Driving down the road, the van looks like the van from Cheech and Chong. (laughs) (laughs) Or from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yeah. That'd be yeah. a VW, though. Okay. And I don't think a VW could plow through uh, a bungalow wall like this one did. Right. But Jesse congratulates him, even though it was his fault the cops came. And, yeah, Caleb's face has seen better days, and they have to steal a different vehicle. And between now and the end of the film, Severin starts calling Homer something here that he continuously calls him until the end of the film. Did you catch that? It's not son, is it? No, it's little boner. Little boner? Yeah. I did not catch that. And also on my notes, uh, Diamondback has a big rack. <laughs> yeah, she does. But uh, yeah, they get to another hotel. Again, he's told that he did a good job, and Severin tosses him a spur. Why were they still smoking when they get to the new hotel? Because it's night now. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, he still hasn't killed anybody, though. Even though he's no. kind of back in their good graces, if you will, he still has not killed anyone and homer does the fake handshake gag with him mm-hmm. and yeah. jesse says that he that uh caleb has bought him some time and then they have a talk about well about jesse and his history mm-hmm. and jesse there's something i'm meaning to ask you yeah what might that be how old are you let's put it this way i fall for the south south We lost. <laughs> but yeah, Severin wants to play Russian roulette with Jesse. Oh, five card Russian roulette. I don't know what the yes. difference is there. I think it's if you lose, you have to take a shot. Okay. Yeah. But May takes him uh, to go look at the night. She's just obsessed with fucking looking at the stars and stuff. Right. And he puts and on she, the spear and they are talking Spur, yeah. He's putting on the spur. Mm-hmm. And I have a clip for how she says he's kind of getting into the group now. It almost feels like you're one of us now. Yeah, it does. So what does that make me? I ain't exactly sure. It's good, right? I guess so, yeah. Do you miss the sun? 
been so long, I can't really remember. Well, yeah, fuck the sun. I fucking ate it too. How long? Spring. It was four years back. And I was in high school. And Homer said he was in fifth grade and he needed help with his homework. <laughs> Little weasel. Two minutes a day. A day? see better at night it's only been a couple days yeah yeah and it's oh in interview with a vampire i think it's christian slater is the interviewee or interviewer okay and ask brad pitt if he's ever if he misses the sun he's like yes but i get to see it in other ways and he's watching superman the motion picture in the theater <laughs> as the sun is coming up over the earth but Inside, uh, Jesse is in the rest of them are playing cards, and he right. hands Homer a heater. Yes. But and first, Severin is cheating. He has a card in his sleeve. And Je- Jesse says this. You cheat, Dr. Joe. You cheat. You get full And then, then he wins an Oscar 25 years later. Right. But Boy, you know what? That movie would not be able to be nominated for an Oscar. Going forward in 2024. Yeah, it would. Uh, it does. I don't think it checked all the boxes. If that one doesn't, what movie will? Well, I, I think it has to in, include like an LBGTQ character. Isn't it almost like when you're, you're applying for a passport, you either got to have something from column A or something from column B or something from column, column C. You don't have to have all of them, do you? I don't know. I, all I know is Richard Dreyfus says it makes him want to vomit <laughs> but, because of because of those new rules. But both of them pull guns and then everybody laughs. <laughs> yes. But yeah, Homer goes out for a heater and he sees a girl at the soda machine and he goes and says, howdy. Howdy. My name's Homer. What's yours? Sarah. Sarah. What are you doing down here all by yourself? I do what I want to do when I want to do it. Do what I want, bitch! Want to watch TV? What's on? Whatever you want. Is it a car television? Is it? Five o'clock in the morning? Yeah, I don't think you can do that. <laughs> no. No, but he brings her back to the room. And she says, wow, you stay up late. I, I think it's Jesse says we keep odd hours. And then Diamondback asks who she's with. Well, I'm with my daddy. Yeah. What room? And then the, the national anthem is on the TV and then it goes to static. So, yeah, it's it's what? Two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Do you remember when stations used to go off the air? Uh-huh. I do. I do. And Sarah's about to leave and Homer starts to panic and. This was actually done a little bit or discussed in this movie, but it was also discussed in Interview with a Vampire. Even though he has the body of a 12-year-old. Yeah. He is no longer a 12-year-old. Right. The fact that he's creeping on a literal 12-year-old, it's a little bit sketchy. (laughs) Well, but he's got to know that an 18-year-old chick is not going to go for him, even if he turns her. So he's he's got to find somebody 
that is his size and turn her and then just wait her out for a couple of years. <laughs> but Sarah's going to leave and Homer starts to panic. And as she is leaving, Caleb and May come back in and oh, coincidence. <laughs> yeah. He goes, I ought to punch your lights out. And this is when I realized, oh, this is his sister. Yeah. I didn't realize that until this point. And uh, Severin has returned with whom? The dad. With the dad, yeah. And yeah. Severin locks the door. Uh, yeah. Hey, I tried calling dad. Who are these people? Um, I'm with them. Uh, and then it's like, who are these people? They're my family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're going. And then there is a confrontation well not yet i mean homer homer grabs sarah severin pushes the dad up against the wall homer's like she's mine you're gonna have to give her back then they have this confrontation no she's mine you're gonna have to give her back son she's not yours gonna nip her can't do that i true may she went off and turned you Oh, I want to do it here, but I got to get through this next part. So that gunshot at the end was vet dad shooting Jesse. Yes. And then Jesse spits up the bullets and put it in, puts it in the dad's hand and then twists his hand and breaks his wrist. Right, as Sarah sneaks past, but it's been a hot minute since you actually said what was happening that actually gets repeated in your quote, or your quote, your clip. It's been a hot minute since that's happened, and that just happened. Where you said what was in the clip, and then we played the clip, and what you just said was in the clip. Yeah, that happens. You know, it's it's one of those things where I type out the notes, and then I have a timestamp in my notes, and I go to that timestamp, and I go... I'm gonna this, add this, this too. It it needs more. Oh yeah, I do that too. But you know what else? It's been a hot minute since we did the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Something I totally forgot about, which I was just reminded as I was walking away from my desk and I saw all of the special patterns in our carpet is. We just got a new cleaning service. Oh, you did? Yeah, we are old cleaning lady retired. And it was a question of either I need to start vacuuming or we need to get another cleaning service. So we decided to get another cleaning service. They're only going to come once a month. And the old one used to come once every other week. But they had to come out last week to see if they were even willing to do our house. Mm. So as a guy. Did, did and, they take one look at you and go, Ooh, I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> but as a guy and his wife uh-huh. and then after they left Jen says to me what did you think I'm like what are you talking about she said about the wife I'm like oh my god <laughs> she's a fucking smoke show oh really <laughs> yeah 
Okay. I actually said, God damn, the first time I saw her. So if you guys aren't there and they come and do you think they're going to bang in your house? Oh, God. I hope so. <laughs> no. Set up, you can set up cameras? No. Not any more than they're already there. Um, okay. But yeah, though, after Jesse breaks his hand and Sarah sneaks past, I'm thinking, how dumb are these vampires that they didn't notice Sarah sneaking out? Yeah. Yeah. And I, so, okay. So the three escape in the truck and. Wait, you're, you're missing a big thing here. Am I? When Sarah opens the door, what oh, happens? Oh, the sun comes, the sun comes in. Right. And then the dad, Sarah, and Caleb run out and Caleb right. is under a blanket and he gets into the covered bed of the truck. And now the yeah. three of them are driving away. Yes. And he goes, what are you, son? And he said, you wouldn't believe it. I'm sick. So is this a world that people don't know that vampires exist? Because you have to ask yourself, in a lot of these vampire movies, are vampires a known entity? I'd say no. Are they fictional or are they just, I have no idea what a vampire is and what in the fuck are these people? They are the stuff of legend. They are not real, I believe, is probably what they actually are. Okay. But the, the... Dad says, uh, what's going on? He's, uh, I ain't a person anymore. <laughs> yeah. And what does the dad want to do for him? Take him to the hospital. No, no, I'll get killed. You can't fix this. And he sticks his hand in the sun and proves that, yeah, there's something fucked up with me, man. Well, he says, these people aren't normal. He says, yeah, normal people don't spit out bullets after you shoot them. <laughs> yeah. And then he asks his dad if he's ever transfused a person. But they are back. I don't know if it's back at their ranch or. Yeah, it's at the ranch because they're in a barn. I believe they're in the, the barn and he's transfusing him and the dad cries over him. And the next day, dumb Sarah swings the door wide open. Oh, and that, that was the thing. I was expecting it to fuck Caleb up. Uh-huh. Nope. Nope. And In my notes, shouldn't that be burning him? Mm-hmm. And Caleb's in the light and he's wondering. Hey, man. <laughs> Unaffected. What yeah. the fuck's going on? Yeah. Sarah hugs him. And now they're walking in a field. And she asks, are you okay? And he says, I'll tell you about it one day. Uh, that night at the dinner table, talking like nothing has happened. Yep. Yep. Just, you know, another night at the dinner table. Yeah. Sarah goes to brush her teeth. And they hear something. And dad says, I'm going to oil that swing one of these days. And he goes out. And it's May. She says, hi, why did you leave? They hug and kiss. Oh, you're warm. Yeah, I belong here, but I miss you. And then she kind of gives him an ultimatum. What's it going to be? But, yeah, oh, yeah, she absolutely gives him an ultimatum. What's it going to be, boy? Come on, I can wait all night. What's it going to be, boy, yes or no? What's it going to be, boy? Yes? Or no. Sorry, that goes on. Is that from uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light? Okay, yes, the fat guy with bitch tits. Meatloaf, Bob. Meatloaf, Bob has bitch tits. Yeah, she backs away from him. And at this point in my notes, I did not realize that vampires could be turned back. I had no idea. This is a new one. And okay, for the sake of argument. Caleb is a new vampire. He mm-hmm. got turned a week ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. May is a relatively new vampire, but this four was years four ago. years ago. 
Yeah, she should be dead. She's cold. She even comments, oh, you're warm. Yeah, because I'm not dead like you. Vampires are dead. They're the undead. What, when, you can't, once you, you get four years in, I, yeah. you, there's no going back. Yeah, right. But um, he goes upstairs. Sarah's missing, and the tires on his truck are flat. And he, he saddles up a horse, and mm-hmm. there's some lightning, and he rides off. And another cool shot where steam is coming up off the ground as he's riding his horse down the street. And I'm thinking, if you remember back when the horse met May in the very, very beginning of this, mm-hmm. the horse freaked the fuck out. Sure did. When he runs into all these vampires, isn't the horse going to freak out? It does, and it throws him. But this town does not have good lighting. <laughs> it's not a very safe mm-hmm. town. But yeah, the horse goes crazy, throws Caleb, and Severin is there, and, he, and Caleb asks, where's my sister? And Severin gives Caleb a hand to help him get up, and then what does Severin do? Well, he throws him. And then Severin says something that I don't think you could actually say in a movie today. We used to say it all the time as kids. Mm-hmm. It was even, I think, the the where it kind of... Seinfeld? Were, yep, where it, where it was kind of proven, yeah, you can't say that anymore, was Seinfeld. Hey, Caleb. I hate to be an Indian giver. I really do. But you disappointed me. Now you're going to have to pay. First, you're going to give me back my spur. Then I'm going to knock your tonsils at your asshole. What do you think of them apples, huh? I don't like the sound of them apples. Well, what are we going to do? Jackie? Yeah? It's hunting season. Yeah. I mix a lot of shit in. (laughs) What was that from? That is from Jay and Silent Bob Oh, uh, Strike Back, and that is from the filming of... um, Oh, Goodwill Hunting Good Part Will 2. Hunting 2, Hunting Season. <laughs> <laughs> but a semi is coming up the road, and Caleb flags it down. Uh-huh. And then <laughs> he climbs on, and... The driver uh, says, get the hell off my truck. Oh, yes. Um, but Severin shoots him through the head and says, bullseye. And, uh, yeah, Caleb gets in the driver's seat and is driving towards Severin, and he throws... I think he throws the driver out. Mm-hmm. And he actually r- runs him over, and Caleb is woohooing it up as this happens. And I'm thinking, What are you stupid or something? What's your problem? What's your problem? Yeah, two weeks in a row. Because mm-hmm. he's not going to be dead. He knows that these people can take a lots of physical damage. And yeah. sure as shit, what happens? Oh, well, he climbs up, and he's pulling out all the cables like, like a gremlin on an airplane in Twilight Zone. I I didn't realize there are that many wires and tubes in a semi engine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Caleb does something in the truck and in parentheses it has was this something the other driver told him to do? This is the I'm whole sure. thing about the brakes. Yes, okay. He jumps out and the truck blows up and the spur lands on the ground and Caleb picks it up. So that means Severin's dead. Like he got blown up so bad that there's no putting him back together. Yeah. Caleb still has his spur. And as Caleb is looking at the burning wreck, I'm thinking, we're going to have a Terminator moment here where oh, that's, that's, yes. Severin is walking out of the flames. Just it happened in Terminator. It happened in T2. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. It doesn't. No. 
And he turns, and who is there? Um, Jesse. No. And me. Mine. You're gonna have to give her back, son. She's not yours. Gonna nip her. Can't do that. I true May. She went off and turned you. It's holding Sarah. Oh, turned you little sister. Makes us even, Stephen. You let her go on after hurt your body home. You're going after my body. Now, hold on a second there, Pilgrim. Maybe we decide to bring your body's home. God damn, this is my family. Let them go. The question is whether they let us go. They've been tracking us. Now Holy fuck, this is totally the wrong clip. <laughs> is it? <laughs> It's it's this that, one. That, that's the clip from the hotel, right? Yeah, it's this clip. Sorry. <laughs> Made it into it. It's time to pay the fiddler. Yeah. Where's my sister, Jess? I talked to Silver and everything he knew, but not everything I know. The last sound that you hear on your way to hell is going to be your gut snapping like a bullwhip. So you got nothing to do with my sister. You leave her out of this and let her go. Jesse, let him come back. It's too late for that, man. God damn it, Jesse, where's my sister? Oh, it just kind of peters out. I thought that was going to have more. Uh, but Caleb is walking like a cowboy about to have a shootout. Mm-hmm. And where it actually is Sarah? Um, Let's see. Diamondback comes up behind him. Homer has sister in the car. Yes. Diamondback pulls a blade. Sarah gets away after she punches Homer. She warns Caleb. He ducks as Diamondback throws the knife. And the knife goes where? <laughs> it goes right into Jesse's mouth. <laughs> yes. And he pulls it out. And Diamondback actually has another knife. And she tells Caleb to go ahead and run for it. And Jesse is going to shoot Caleb. And May grabs Jesse's arm to make him miss. Mm-hmm. And they're all getting in the car. They're all piling in the car. Because once again, vampires, very, very poor sense of time management. Yes. It's getting close to dawn, and uh, Jesse and Diamondback get in the car. May does not, and, well, then she does. And then the car is driving as Caleb is carrying Sarah. Why, why isn't Sarah running on her own? That would be a hell of a lot more efficient. Yeah, I don't know. But, he, yeah, he tells her, he tells her to run to the car, chasing and grabs her. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, Caleb falls and he tells Sarah to run. And then the car picks up Sarah and Caleb yells and the sun is coming up and all the vampires are feeling the pain. And Caleb is running and then Homer is trying to bite Sarah to turn her probably. Okay. Oh, yeah. He jumps out and he's chasing them with some very fake fire effects around him. Not bad for the time. No. No. But they get to Caleb. He covers up May. Homer blows up. <laughs> well, May jumps out of the car with Sarah. Out the back window. Oh, out the back window, yeah. 
onto okay. the street, and then Homer falls out of the car, and he's smoking really, really bad. <laughs> well, yeah, he's on fire. Yeah. And okay, this yeah, my notes are all confused, but yeah, they get to Caleb. Sarah and May get to Caleb. He covers up May, and then Homer blows up as Jesse and Diamondback drive away into the sun, and they smile as kind of like Thelma and Louise driving off the cliff. Did, did they gr- grab hands? <laughs> yeah. I've never actually well, seen they, that movie. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, they start on fire. And yeah, and, Jesse and Diamondback uh, blow up. Yeah, Caleb says roast. And then Diamondback says fun times. And the car blows up. Uh, the next day. Yes. Caleb opens up the barn door to reveal that May has a transfusion. And she says, hey, what happened? Well, and then Caleb says this. You got three pints of Kramer in you, buddy. But, okay, like I said before, Mm -hmm. even if I can grant the fact that Caleb is recently turned, it's only been a week, okay, she's been dead for four fucking years. Yeah. Uh, but he says, he, I brought you home. And she says, I'm afraid. It's just the sun. And they kiss, and she keeps looking at her hand as he is hugging her. I don't know what that's for. Yeah, I don't either. But then it fades to black. I thought they hugged on a freeze frame. Nope, no, free, no freeze frame. Hmm. But... Playing, playing out the stream. Yeah, she goes home to her former house. How does she explain the fact that she looks the same as she did four years ago? Uh, I was a vampire. What's a vampire? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but so they don't they don't stay together. I don't think so. They've only known each other a week. Right. Yep. I I I, I would agree with that. So your movie, go ahead. Ah, uh, you know what? Not my favorite vampire movie, but it was an entertaining watch. I think in in the grand scheme of vampire movies, it's one that you probably should watch if you like vampire movies. I can't believe I've never heard of this movie. But, uh, yeah, it was okay, and I would recommend it if you like vampire movies. Okay, that's an interesting twist on it. Um, I thought it was okay. I Mm -hmm. I, I didn't think it was great. I I didn't even think it was good. I thought it was okay. Uh, I... If somebody is a vampire fan, maybe I'd recommend it. But other than that, I do not think I would because you'd never even heard of it. It doesn't yeah. have enough of a cultural footprint that, you know, you are missing out on the zeitgeist by not knowing of this film and not having seen this film. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say not to watch it, but I would not say to watch it, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you think Jen watched it? No. Jen is a huge, huge vampire fan. Oh, okay. And now it's time for Jen's two-second movie review. Didn't watch it. That was Jen's two-second movie review. Jen! But she is a huge, huge vampire fan. I'm assuming she watched the trailer and noped out? Uh, No, she asked me if I was ready to watch it, and I'd already seen it. And she's like, unless you've already watched it. I'm like, I did. And she said, is it worth watching? I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. So, ready to move on? I am. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out.
What you watching? Not much. Uh, I watched 65, which is the uh, uh, Kylo Robinson. Kylo Ren. Okay. Yes. The Kylo Ren dinosaur movie. Okay. I thought about watching that. I have not. Uh, yeah, don't. It's it's not good. It's, it's just not It's not good. Not good. Okay. I watched True Lies with my oldest. Mm-hmm. He's a big Arnold fan. And there's there's a part in the movie where Arnold is right, driving in the Corvette with Bill, Bill Paxton, Paxton. And Bill Paxton says, you know, the vet makes him wet. And he turns to me and goes, what's that mean? And, uh, and I'm you like, honestly said, I have no idea. Oh, no. <laughs> I go, uh, he goes, does that mean squirting? I'm like, wait, wait a second. Where did you hear that? Maybe that's I, my problem. I don't have a vet. <laughs> and I go, no, it's not squirting. I said, it's, I said, you know how a man gets an erection when he gets aroused? Yeah. And I go, well, a woman gets moist down there. So the penis can slide in moist, easily. moist. <laughs> He's like, oh, okay. Uh, and then literally five minutes later, he talks about Bill Paxton talks about getting a blowjob. And he goes, what's a blowjob? And I'm like, come on, man. Actually, my my exact quote was, as I put my hands in my head, I go, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I'm like, Every now and then yeah. something slips through the cracks, though, that you think that they would know that they don't. Yeah. And he, and, and he goes, is it oral sex? And I said, yes. He goes, okay. I don't need to know anymore. I'm like, okay, good. Keep on watching the movie. I, I was in... And I'll let you continue in just a second, but I was in seventh or eighth grade and I had a creative writing class in middle school. And it was with the woman that was a teacher that didn't have a TV. And she always talked about how she didn't have a TV. All right. And we were writing stories and we had to come up with character names. And somehow in the back of my fucking pea brain mind, I'm like, I was thinking Lord of the Rings, Bilbo Baggins. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I named my character Dildo. <laughs> okay. Not knowing what it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that didn't turn out well for me. So did anyway, your parents did, get did your parents get a call at home? Uh no, uh my valedictorian actually <laughs> straightened me out. Oh he did. She did. Oh she did. Yeah, so she FBI knew what agent, yeah. She knew what a dildo was. Yes. All right. Apparently, I was an idiot. And of all the people you'd expect to know that what a dildo was, I would have been one of them. Yeah, you would think. You would th- think. I I mean, I don't think in seventh or eighth grade I knew what a dildo was. Oh, but uh, my son has just shown up with his girlfriend. And one thing I forgot to talk about is, you know, with uh, Borat, where he does the my wife thing. <laughs> okay. Whenever he's talking about his girlfriend, he loves referring to her as his girlfriend He's so proud of the fact that he has a girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> and he goes, it's like, he cannot say my girlfriend without smiling. Ah, well, good for him. Anyway, please continue with what you're watching. Uh, and then, um, I watched Spider-Man No Way Home. Okay. With, with the, with the two other Spider-Men. Had you it seen it before? Yeah. It, and it wasn't as good as when I saw it in the theater the first time. This was only the second time that I saw it. I have and not I, seen it since I saw it in the theater. Yeah, and it wasn't as good. It was still good, but I didn't get the tingles like I did 
when I saw Andrew Garfield and, and Tobey Maguire. And I guess Tobey Maguire is just a douchebag. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Allegedly. Yeah. Um, Not literally, but yeah. Right, right. Um, that's it. I thought about going to see The Flash. Okay. And I, I don't know anything about The Flash. So I don't know if it's worth it for me to go see The Flash. <laughs> well, have you seen the other DCU movies? Some of them. As many okay. as I've seen the MCU films. All right. Because I think he's in... Well, he's in the two Justice League ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Batman versus Superman and then Justice League. He shows up for a hot second. In uh, Peacemaker. Does he? Yeah, isn't he at the end of, with a Peacemaker Maybe. with Aquaman yeah. and like Superman's... Yeah. When Maybe. Peacemaker's walking out and he's, he calls Aquaman a fish fucker. Okay. I'm going to have to watch that show again. Uh, um, watched a uh, new episode of Beavis and Butthead. There's mm-hmm. one point in the episode this week that I had to keep rewinding because it fucking was just killing me. It was so funny. Okay. All right. It, it's stupid. It's, it's so dumb. I can't even describe what it is. But I, just thinking about it is making me laugh. I, I watched the first episode of the new season of Strange New Worlds. All right. I thought that was good. Uh, okay. One major problem, though, is, and this is the problem when you are telling a story about a character you already know and you already know about their future, mm-hmm. is the Spock they have in Strange New Worlds does not match with the Spock from the original series. Because Spock does uh, certain things in this episode that are completely contradicted by what he does in the original series, where he just would absolutely sacrifice anybody on the crew for, you know, the good of the many. Okay. In the original series or in the yes, movies? Yes, in the original series. Actually, in the episode Galileo, the Galileo 7. All right. I've never watched any of the original series. It's not worth it. No. Uh, finish The Night Manager. That's pretty good if you have not seen it. What's The Night Manager? It is with the guy who plays Loki. Okay. And he, oh, he plays. Is there, a, is there, is there a tall blonde? Yes. Okay. I did see. And, and house, house Dr. House. Yes. I saw that a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was I, good. I'd watched the first two episodes and then Jen and I were looking for something to binge and we watched, we'd finished up that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched next week's movie. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a trip. Uh, I watched the strangers, which is a horror film. Um, based on a podcast that I listened to, and then I watched. Does, the, does, does that does that have um, Aerosmith lead singer's daughter in it? Uh yes, it does. Okay. And then I watched the sequel, The Strangers Pray at Night. Okay. Did I you watched watch the. Did you watch <laughs> The Stranger? <laughs> well, Jen's gonna be gone this week. <laughs> be watching The Stranger several times. You, you, you get some dumbbells and put them on your <laughs> over your wrist. I watched Renfield. Okay. Uh, and that has uh, Nicolas Cage and the guy who plays Beast. Yes. I heard it was good. I heard it was terrible. I enjoyed it. It's very, right. very violent. Okay. I watched uh, Super Mario Brothers. My son watched that, and he said he did not care for it because it just moves way too fast. It has a. It, it does clip along. I really enjoyed it. They have so many Easter eggs in it. All right. Watched the first four or five episodes of Yellow Jackets. All right. Uh, that 
is enjoyable. It's still trying to figure out where it goes. And then I watched Titanic. Oh. Okay. Well, no listener reaction roundup. So. No. I'm so excited. And I just can't hide it. Three degrees for next week's movie, and I think I like it. All right, let's see if you'll actually play along here. Uh, so I will give you a best of five scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, unique or not unique? Unique. Expendable or not expendable? Expendable. No, you said not expendable. <laughs> I did? Yes. I don't, rem- I don't remember. So it's two nothing. Friends or SCTV? Friends. Yeah, it's 2-1. Golem Globus or Columbia. Golan Globus. You said Columbia. Okay. Uh, so it's 3-1. <laughs> Bill Paxton stars as Severin in this week's movie. Paxton plays unnamed soldier in 1981's Stripes. John Candy plays Ox in that film. Candy plays desk sergeant in next week's 1981 Mind Fuck. Blade Runner? <laughs> That's actually not what you guessed. <laughs> what did I guess? Howard the Duck. Oh, Howard the Duck. So next week we break our animated cherry in 1981's. Ooh, I may, I may veto this. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> you had your chance to do that. Uh, heavy metal. Oh, yeah. So, so backed up. The bell's backed up. <laughs> so yeah, we'll be watching 1981's heavy metal, which I still am trying to process that film. All right. Um, because I, I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> okay. I've seen it, but I couldn't tell you anything about it other than there's animated boobies in it. Oh, that's not all that's animated in it. Oh, okay. It's got some animated dong for you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Excellent. All right. Heavy metal. Cartoon. So, it's not very long either. It's only like an hour and 30. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Great. All right. Well, thanks everybody for uh, joining us here for two and a half hours. Two times. you say? Two ten? Really? That's it? Yep. Six. Oh, that's right. We started this at six. Okay. Uh, for Near Dark, uh, you want to reach out to the show, Betamax Rewind at yahoo.com. Rate and review where you get your podcasts. Uh, we'd appreciate Whatever the highest rating that you can give, because it does help with the algorithm and helps find folks like yourself, find a couple of knuckle draggers like us. Okay. I don't think you can say that. Knuckle draggers? I don't think so. What's, what, well, what, what constitutes a knuckle dragger? I, I, I just think that that has a bad connotation to it. Does it? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, wouldn't that be the same as like a mouth breather? Couple yeah, of maybe, maybe, like maybe us. I'm reading something into it. I don't know. Knuckle draggers. I don't, I'm, okay, now I'm going to have to look that up. Because if it's, hey, if that's a racist, offensive term, I certainly do apologize. But well, I don't think it is. Well, it's just like, do you know what the most common racist thing that people say is that is that they do not realize is racist? What? That I got gypped. Okay. It's a gypsy thing. Okay. And it's it's not okay to talk about gypsies. No, it's not. Why? Why not? It's just not. <laughs> why not? They're just gypsies are 
it, it's just attributing a bad thing to a particular group of people is a stereotype that you are not supposed to do. And I did not even know that the two were tied together until somebody told me, hey, you huh. can't say that. Yeah. I didn't think that gypsies were like, I don't know. When I think of gypsies, I think of the movie Chocolat with Johnny Depp. See, I think of carnies. Okay. But there are a bunch of gypsies that are, that are boat people that go just go up and down the river in France and then just kind of hang out in a town for a while. And they're referred to as gypsies. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm old. I don't understand. I don't think, stuff. Gy- I don't, I don't think, I don't, I, I think you can say, talk about gypsies. I don't think that that's a bad thing. Uh, look it up. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, there's, you know, you can't say like, oh, that guy, that guy Jewed me. I mean, that's no, bad. No, it's the same. It's the same thing. I don't think so because gypsies are not a race of people. They're, I mean, I, 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 all I know is what I've been told. Do you believe everything that you're, you're told? It's on the internet. It's true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Quote by Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> you're brave enough. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow our, our interesting posts once a week and that's it and then join us next week whatever i don't know what day saturday sunday not sure maybe friday who knows i'm i'm ready to go i got all my clips done i know you do and and i and i may just piggyback off of those and not give you any clips because you have a lot of them yeah and i do need to do like you know my sound of the week and my share and stuff yes great so we will see you next week for heavy metal which is available nowhere Oh, it used to be on Amazon. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. I didn't think it was. It's not. It's okay. not. I checked. I checked. It's not. It's probably on but, YouTube, though, in pieces. So, mm, yeah, in pieces. Yeah, you know, it's free. Whatever. Spend All three dollars. Right. Yeah. There you go. All right. Good night, everybody. See ya. <laughs>